previously on Adventures in Questing. The sun is setting on the city of Landlock. Our story starts here with our group of adventurers, recently returned from a successful job hot off a of payday. One of Raph's favorite groups, the ones he calls his Reds. You guys are sitting around a table, and as you're sitting there, uh, the doors of the establishment fly open, and a figure darts into the space and kind of looks over their shoulder and kind of looks around. All right, pretend like you know me. Oh, yeah, okay. They hey. shouldn't wait for me that long, so I'm just gonna sit here if that's all right with you. Then you see three pikemen walk through the door. We were chasing a criminal, and I think she might have ducked in here. I've been in prison for 20 years, but I'd lie low here for a bit. I'm Cora, by the way, Cordelia, but you can call me Cora since we're friends. And, uh, who are you? I'm Winnie. I'm Layla. I'm Raiden. Hello, I'm Pim. Thora. And you are? Call me Doc. Boss wants to see you. Got some work. All right, let's talk business. I've got a job from one of the people up on Shackle. This individual, his name is Merchant Lord Marquand. He mainly works out of uh, the lumber industry, and I think something's been going on with one of his mills outside of town, and he wants someone to go and look into it. I'm not telling you how to do anything. I just need you to solve the problem he gives to you. You got it, boss. Raiden. It's very brief, but in the middle of the night, the clouds for a brief moment seem to form a face, and you hear one single word in giant, and it just says, soldier. You guys uh, all wake up, have a nice hearty breakfast at the uh, at the boathouse, and then head up to the shackle. Is that where you guys want to go? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you walk Good uphill. Um, I imagine the hills on the east and west <coughs> bank of the quay, almost like San Fran, like that level of incline. Mm. Oh, I should all, it's, it's, it's like mid-late spring. Okay. So it's quite warm, especially mm. where you are right now. Um, and eventually you get all the way to the top, kind of take take a turn and, and start heading up the shackle. And uh, as a reminder, the shackle is this massive, large, natural stone arch that is just naturally formed over thousands and thousands and thousands of years that stretches all the way across the river and at its highest point is maybe 200 feet above like the surface of the water and is wide enough for a road to be carved in the middle that can support like a cart going this way and a cart going that way. So it's, it's like a natural bridge. It's a natural bridge, like an arch. And so this whole area is red rock like. Yes, it's like Southwest uh, United States. It's okay. red rock and large monuments. And there are all of these buildings um, that are built onto the arch on either side of the road. And as you kind of start to walk up, they get more and more ornate as you go. And I think some of you probably walked around up here um, in your free time, and you know that at the very height of the arch is the apex, which is the governor's palace, Governor Wallace. You guys are just walking along the street. Doc, you hear, um, you can see people are getting a little fancier and fancier and wealthier in dress. Um, kind of some of them are giving you snooty looks because a lot of you are just wearing useful armor that is maybe not the most fashion forward armor in the world. Yeah, are there a lot of people? 
yeah, but yeah. let me know and we'll push you through if there's anybody that happened to have just like a money bag on their side. Just make a perception check for me. 11. Looking around, you can't really see any money purses. Okay. Um, right now, you can't see any. If there's anything shiny or anything, they like that. I'll let you know. Let me know. <laughs> uh, you, Doc, as you're kind of walking, as you pass a couple of ladies, they're kind of chittering and gossiping, and you can hear, um, for a very brief moment as you walk past, the words, Governor Wallace, very old. I'm not feeling so well. And you continue to push past. You guys continue along with Pim kind of navigating, <laughs> holding the little address in the, in the paper, and you eventually come to a large... I feel like I might have just given it to Doxy, though. You gave it to Doc? Okay. She's just kind of, she's leading, you're like, take this. <laughs> and she's she's leading you uh, along the road, and you finally come to a mansion uh, built on this, this stone that's quite ornate. It is white with, like, golden trim. It's kind of gaudy. A lot of the way that the city works is a lot of these mansions have just been here for a really long time. You can't really build new buildings on the arch because there's limited room. So a lot of the times when merchant lords or wealthy people die, someone new just takes over the house. So a lot of these mansions have been around for as long as you've been here. This one, you're not sure how long it's been here, but it looks kind of gaudy, like an old style of architecture. There, It is gated, and as you kind of approach the gates, you see there are these two large stones that are on either side of the gate. These two stones kind of start to shift, and then the stone snaps both stones snap in half, and you realize they are both large stones strapped to these metallic arms of these large, like, eight-foot-tall clockwork automatons. They kind of, like, like, stand up and kind of and kind of walk over to the gate and kind of slam the stone down and kind of shakes the ground at your feet. They are gold-plated. It's kind of frightening because until they moved, you would not have been able to distinguish them from stone because of their these massive... They almost look like they've got now stone shields strapped to their arms. And they just sit there. And you see these red lights glowing within their, like, glass-covered <laughs> eyes, and they're just staring down at you. Label waves. Are we in the right place? Raiden's gonna take a very large, like, deep bow with <laughs> his arms out, and he's gonna say, Good morning, my friendly rock people. We are here for Raph in service to uh, do a job of some sort. We're looking for... Who is it? Merchant Lord Marquand. Marquand. We're here to see Lord Marquand. Uh, you say that name and both of the heads snap down and look right at you and you can see the, behind the glass of the eye they're like torches almost lit to like give them this like weird like headlights look and they, there's just kind of a moment they don't say anything and then looking up at the mansion the door kind of flies open first out is a massive clockwork cobra slithers down the steps along the pathway and then curls to a stop and kind of looks at you all and then opens its mouth and you see like a, it looks like almost like a speaker or a microphone inside like at the back of the mouth and a, a strange just like chime comes out of the mouth and this tiny little figure like slides into view <laughs> in the door I mean, you see it is a little gnome he's maybe two and a half feet tall he has bubblegum pink hair that is like spiked up in the air, and this little like pencil mustache that is very pointy, uh, and he's dressed very ornately in like very very nice like dark tunics with like dark red and pink and purple trim, and he kind of prances down the stairs and goes. That will be all. And he claps his hand, uh, and the snake kind of slithers around and goes back into the the mansion, and the two guardians um, with the stone arms kind of. And the stones slam together, and once again they are imperceptible from regular rocks. 
Um, he kind of walks forward. You are the emissaries from Raff? That's us. I am Merchant Lord Marquand. One moment. He pulls out a little key and opens the opens the uh, the gates and kind of swings them open. Come in, enter, please. And he kind of turns and starts walking back towards his mansion. I follow. Given those given those weird guardians like an eye, like a look over. Or yeah, they yeah. Kind of like kind of like <laughs> nudge Winnie and be like, "Do you understand how that works?" Um. Kind of, like, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> he kind of looks back and sees you guys talking. He's like, are you interested in one of my guardians? Like, <laughs> bye? No, just, they're very ingenious, aren't they? He kind of claps his hands and one of the... Kind of rises up. Uh, did you invent these? Oh, no, I bought them on the black market. And he kind of, like, gestures over, and it looks like there, what, there might have been, like, a, a brand or, like, something embossed in the chest of the Guardian once, but it has been, like, scratched or, like, shaved away. Like, it looks like whoever originally constructed it, like, they've, they've removed the brand so it can't be traced or it can't be assigned to a specific family or anything like that. I would like to meet the person that stole those. Well... He's maybe no longer with us, but he does do very fine work bringing me these pieces. I've been looking forward to guardians of my house for a long time. And they are ingeniously made from my own homeland. And he kind of looks past and really sees you for the first time and goes, A fellow gnome! How exciting! Hello! And he kind of like reaches forward and like kind of goes to shake your hand. Hi. Do you shake his hand? Yep. <laughs> kind of shakes your hand. Now, are you from the old land? Are you born outside of the Commonwealth? Oh, I'm from the Commonwealth. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. What was your name? Winnie. Just Winnie. <laughs> Fair enough. Come in, Trotter. Come inside my house. Layla's gonna pull on Pim's pants. Okay. So, there is a market that is painted black? I think so. <laughs> you guys follow him into his very ornate and ostentatious mansion. Um, he leads you into a large sitting room where there are these very comfortable looking sofas. Um, as you all sit on these very comfortable-looking sofas, you realize they're not comfortable. Oh. <laughs> they look very comfortable, but aren't actually very comfortable. I think, like, Pim does one of those things where you're, like, ready to, like, sit back and all, like, comfy, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. Can I, can I interest any of you in a morning refreshment? Do you have any milk? <laughs> of course! What type of milk? Just milk. Uh, Cow's milk is fine. Okay, anyone else? Um, I'd take a cup of tea. Excellent! And he claps his hands and you can hear the slithering of that snake somewhere else in the house. Um, and after a little while, uh, this cobra slithers in and you realize it's got a tray strapped to its back and it delivers to you a little glass of milk and to you a little steaming cup of tea. Wow. Kind of sits, now, on to business! And he reaches down to the coffee table that is kind of sitting in the middle of all of you and he clicks it and the table rotates around and what was once just a smooth tabletop is now almost like a miniature of what looks like a river and some hills, some trees, and a lumber mill. And they're kind of all slightly moving, and you can tell like it's like a little clockwork invention or whatever. Uh, he kind of goes, this is my lumber mill in the town of Threshold. Now it's been earning me quite a lot of coin, selling <laughs> lumber all across the vast. But um, unfortunately, Something has happened in the town. Now, I don't have exact reports, but my lumber mill has ceased operations. And the people of Threshold, the town of which sprung up around my lumber mill, um, have stopped attempting to bring it back to life. And I have sent many men to investigate, and none have, strictly speaking, returned. 
Um, and so I uh, asked your employer to perhaps send send me some of his best people, people who are uh, unafraid to um, bend the rules, shall we say, and, and get things going to get over to Threshold and, and get that lumber mill, you know, back, back in business by whatever means necessary. Is that all the information you have? What other information would you like to know? What kind of rules are we going to need to be breaking? Oh, I don't know if you'll have to be breaking any. He uh, said bend. Or bending any. Oh, <laughs> but um, the people I sent were not, strictly speaking, mercenaries. They were more emissaries. And, and I think mercenaries might be better for this work. People are vanishing and I need work to continue. I am living on a budget right now and it is, does not become me. And he kind of gestures around to his very nice house. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't know why no one's come back. I haven't heard it. The only reports I've heard is some level of superstition involving the forest itself. But I don't know anything beyond that. What do you mean, superstition involving the forest? Well, you know, people who live in small towns tend to um, build up a lot of theories and superstitions about the rivers and the forests and the hills and all that sort of thing. And I think it's just something um, people are attributing the disappearances to something more supernatural. Um... And uh, I would just like that to stop. <laughs> so, uh, if it's equitable to you, um, for a hundred gold to each of your persons, I would like to send you to Threshold to investigate what is going on and then solve the problem. Raph said that the Reds were very good at solving problems. Is that uh, how you do? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how we do. Excellent. I would like to pay you all in advance of 40 of the gold. Um, I would like to give you your advance right now. And kind of claps his hands and, and another purple cobra comes around with uh, little money bags for each, oh. of one, each of you. Is there like a side table to this couch? Yeah, there's a couple sides. Is there tables. any like jars or bowls or anything? Uh, there's like a vase. Is there anything in the, in the vase? Uh, a few flowers. There's like a little ashtray. It's a crystal. Is there anything in it? No. I think she's gonna, just going to take it and put it in her bag. Like stealthily or just she just takes no, it? No, just going to take it. Okay. Seen that? Uh, I mean, she's not stealthing, so you all would have seen that. Um, it does seem like Marquand did not see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna show you. <laughs> yeah, if now, does this, didn't see it. Does this arrangement seem equitable to you? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does seem equitable. Excellent. Well, um, in that... you seem hesitant. I just I have a question. I just uh, wanted to know if there's. So you said no one has come back? Yes, that's correct. So is there anybody in the town of Threshold who maybe we should find as soon as we get there? Someone who maybe might uh, sort of be privy to some things that maybe happen in the town? I don't know. I do know there is a sheriff there whose name is Meredith Greymane. There is also a, a local priest, who I suppose if you're more religiously inclined, whose name is Sifo Dola. Those are, those are uh, I think, people of import Okay. in the town. Sheriff Great. probably has a good idea of how things are going. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, if that's all... Um, do you have a map? Well, I do have just a map of the vast that I could lend you, I suppose. Sure. Hang on, I'm just going to find it. <laughs> Here's a map of the vast. And he hands you a map. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are... You're in the top right here. there. The <coughs> threshold is to the dire almost directly to the east. Oh, that's not very far. About a two and a half day ride. Oh. That's correct. Just leaving the desert and, and moving on to the forests and plains. It's right on the edge there of the Moorwood Forest. 
And I assume you're going to help us with means of transportation? I do have a cart and a horse to draw said cart that you may have. Nice. Please return it to me. I, I need to use it. Well, I don't want to um, waste your time anymore. And he kind of like stands up. All right. On your way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pleasure doing business. Pleasure doing Yes. Mm-hmm. Any... <laughs> where, where can we find this uh, car? Just up front. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, you seem very busy, so bye. Very busy. Imagine Lord Marco. Bye. Um, <laughs> hey, Lord, is, is there anything else, like, sh- sh- shiny looking on the way out? Yeah, there's like a, a little golden medallion hanging on, like, hanging off like a little pegboard by the door. Should I grab it? Take it. Okay. Are you being stealthy? No. Okay, I'm going to stop her from taking that. Okay. What? Raven kind of grabs your hand, and Marcon's like, Oh, that's mine. Please don't take that. Hey, hey, hey. How would you feel if someone stole your little mouse friend off of you? Do they need that friend? But that's your friend. Okay. <laughs> have this inside. I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Lava can have multiple friends. <laughs> but then they didn't want to give Lavo back to you. Maybe they need a friend more than I do. This is hard, Dora. You that's very in. nice of you. <laughs> now, you Dora's, take the baton. Dora's gonna look at you and say, hey. You can't take stuff that's not ours. Oh. I saw you take what you took, and it's kind of funny, so I'll let it slide, but you can't just take <laughs> stuff in the future, okay? Okay. Okay. She's gonna pull it out and pour water in it, and then the whole Lavo, and like, <laughs> Lavo's like, <laughs> starts <laughs> sipping water out of the ashtray. I know. <laughs> She's like, you guys uh, looking out you can see those um those guardians have returned to their stone form uh, and you can see out front indeed is a horse the two little gnomes are jumping off of um, that is drawing a very uh, nice looking cart very well constructed cart and they kind of they kind of bow to you walk around you and go through the doors many of you drive like the horse that's yeah. what i can do it Brilliant. Uh, I will lie down in the back because land travel makes me very sick. <laughs> or it gets land sick. <laughs> I uh, used to work with horses, so I could do it. Yeah, the horse, like, already Pim's kind of interacting with the horse, and you can see the horses responding quite well, too. <laughs> all right, all aboard. I'm going to pick her up and put her in the cart. You get deposited in the cart. There's little benches in the cart. That's nice. Aw. <laughs> Are they cushioned? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, all right, I want a new car. <laughs> just kidding. Back to the mansion. I'm laying flat on my back at the on, on one of the benches, just, like, just sort of deep breathing. Oh. Oh. So, preparation. Like, yeah. I will say, I uh, every book I've read, anyone who like goes into really scary forests, they don't really go well. We going into stories. that really scary forest? Yeah. It sounds like a bad story. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think we should ask around a little bit first. I agree. Why should we ask? Um, I just think it's a good idea to find out if anybody's seen anything funny or strange. Not funny. N- not funny like, like a raven looks sometimes. <clears throat> I think it's a good idea to investigate. I agree. Okay. Yeah. You ready to head out? Crack the reins. Yeah. Okay, the horse starts dragging the cart, and you guys head east is the direction. <laughs> uh, following kind of the eastern road, and after a while, you go through the walls of Landlock, and you hear the lo- the large stone gates. <clears throat> close behind you, and now you are officially out of any protection of the city and wrath and everything else, and you begin to make your journey east. What's the weather like right now? It's quite lovely, actually. Uh, it's warm. It's quite warm. Not a lot of wind. It's like it's like kind of being in, like, in Moab in the summer. But like not when it's like... Un- like it's not unyieldingly hot. Okay. It, it's, it's, it's warm. It's springtime. Cool. Yeah. Is there... Um, 
like is the back of the cart open that you can like see what's happening behind us? Yeah. Yeah, it's not, and it's not a covered wagon. But oh. It's just a cart with no top. So you all are like out in the open air. Okay. So I'm guessing the front is the same. So Thor is going to stay kind of by the front and just keep watch and just see if there's anything weird that... Well, that's what I was going to ask first is who wants to take first watch on this road trip. I'll take it. Thor, roll a perception check. Twelve. Okay. Things look so nice. <laughs> oh, no. Pim, you're driving the horse. Whistling. Just like, ooh, doo, doo. That's not how whistling <laughs> sounds. <laughs> 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 What's it, what's you doing, Pim? I'm whistling. I'm whistling. <laughs> you guys uh, continue along the road for many, many hours. You kind of are going over. You cross some bridges over some chasms that are actually so deep you cannot see the bottom. Um, I was going to shoot a fireball down one of them. And it goes away. You, you, you lose sight of it. That goes so far down. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, maybe don't light fires. We could hurt someone, you know. There's someone's down there? We don't know, Should maybe. Should we help them? No, just let's just not shoot fireballs. I yeah, think if anything yeah. lives down there, it probably wants to stay down there and not be bothered. Are we traveling on a road? Yes. Okay. You're traveling along a main road. Um, and it is kind of heading east, and you can tell it's actually slowly, there's like an incline going on, like you're getting higher and higher very slowly. Um, as you kind of crest the hill, um, not a lot is going on today. Uh, it's pretty low-key. You guys have traveled before for jobs, and sometimes this stuff can get really, 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 really monotonous. <laughs> At this point, like, the most interesting that happens almost the entire trip is, for a very brief moment, um, you see, like, what looks to be, like, a massive bird, like, circling really, really high up in the sky. But mm -hmm. it never comes close enough for you to identify what it is, mm -hmm. um, and eventually flies off in a direction that you mm -hmm. eventually lose sight of it. You continue along the road, and after, you know, an entire day of traveling, the sun is starting to set. At this point, you've traveled far enough, actually, that the red rock has transitioned into scrub grass and, like, mm. scrub bushes, and it's starting to slow, the terrain is slowly starting to shift into, like, prairie. Mm. Um, as you are coming out of the desert and heading more towards Vester, which some of you would know is significantly more lush and, in, like, green and covered in forests and hills and farms, and you are kind of coming out of the desolation of the vast, which is a very inhospitable place, and getting closer to that, that forested, lush area. But within the day, nothing kind of stops you or hinders you. Um, and you guys pack down for the night. Who wants to take the first watch for the first night? I can take watch. Do we need two people? Two people? Yeah, I'll yeah. take this. I'll take the first watch as well. Okay. Both of you can roll perception checks, or <laughs> one of I'll you take can watch with advantage. Like, I too will take watch. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to take watch. I would also like to volunteer to take watch. Um, I'm not very perceptive. I am. I am. I am. Lila can set a fire. I have okay perception. Do you want to roll with advantage? Sure. Are you gonna help me? I do have dark vision, so yeah, yeah you can yeah, do you with do advantage. Did we start a fire? Yeah, just don't. Layla's gonna <laughs> produce flame. Okay, you cast produce flame. It's can is that a cantrip? I think so. Yeah, and you <clears throat> light up a little a, a nice toasty fire. Mm -hmm. I think Pim's going to make like a nice little dinner. Oh, Pim makes I, a very delicious little have, dinner for I everybody. I have like some rations and stuff, so if you want to use any of my food for cooking, Ooh. you may. Yeah, maybe. And I, I have a mess kit. <laughs> I stole so much good stuff. <laughs> I got a twenty-one on my. Okay. Uh, you guys just kind of chilling. Um, this is for the watch, so everyone else will be sleeping or chilling. No. You guys chat at all during the watch, or yeah, probably. Yeah, I think a bit. I think Raiden would definitely be like super interested in her and her life, and like so, like you were a pirate then. Whereabouts did you like roam? 
Uh, the entire shared sea, really. Wow, that's um, a, it's a very large sea. It is a very large sea. I've been sailing for a very long time. How'd you get into that? When I was very young, I was picked up by some pirates. Uh, yeah. The children of Bass, that's what they're called. Okay, were you like, kidnapped? No, uh, okay. they, they rescued me, actually. Oh. And uh, ever since then, I just sort of stayed with them and mm. I like to travel. You know, I really, I, I belong at sea. I don't like being here up on the land. I agree, I feel you. Thora and I were also raised at sea. Oh. Yeah, our parents were merchants. I mean, they brought us up to kind of take over their business and but do you trades didn't. and stuff like that. Our parents recently passed away. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, happened about eight months ago. Um, which, God. Yeah, but... It's been 400 years since I lost my family and... How old are you? 410. Ah, nice. That's cool. <laughs> Do you mind uh, if I ask, like, what you were rescued from? I don't really remember too well. My commune was under attack and, yeah, when it was all over, the children found me. They took me on. Well, you too. You're very faint. <coughs> Coming from a little ways away and yeah. you're like... Pfft. From here, but are there usually birds like that at night? <laughs> Would I know that? <laughs> uh, roll a general nature check. Okay. Just make some choice. I do not know that. <laughs> Five. Yeah, you don't know. But it sounds like a shit ton of birds <clears throat> somewhere, like a little bit maybe past your dark vision. Okay. What um, I, but it sounds like a lot of birds gathering. Okay. What I do know is that it sounds like a crow or a raven of some sort, and they <laughs> nice. tend to uh, flock around dead things. You want to maybe check it out? Yeah, I, I can go take a look. Let's both go, but let's keep an eye okay. out. You start to you <laughs> leave the camp. <laughs> uh, walking, uh, you get about, <laughs> what's your dark vision know? range? 60 feet. 60 feet. You go um, about 60 feet out. Looking back, you can still see the light of your fire. A, a little ways to the east, you can see there's a, a little bit of a, like a cliff edge that only falls about six-ish, seven-ish feet. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay like halfway between the camp and her, okay. so I can still see both of them. Mm -hmm. You can't quite see what's below the cliff edge, but there are several birds perched on it, looking down at it and kind of like hopping, kind of like and then they flutter down to whatever is down there and you can hear faint like like ripping sounds. Mm. Hey, what you see? What you say? <laughs> Go to your room, young man. Uh, uh, nothing yet. Um, I'll go a little further. I sneak over to see if I can see okay. what it is. Okay, roll stealth check. Do I have to try and see her stealth? She's not hiding from you, so you're fine. Cool. That's a 25. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. I know, level Jeez. one. Level I, one. 18 plus seven. Oh, yeah. You, you were like, yeah, go check it out. <laughs> She's just batman out of you. You're like, oh my god. Do you have dark vision? I don't. Oh, yeah, so she's like gone. You're like, oh uh, my god. Cora. <laughs> Did I hear that? Yeah, you hear a very faint on the wind. Uh, on you the wind. sneak over and the birds... <laughs> As you kind of get closer, Wait, but do they sing? birds are pretty preternaturally. They just can detect, and if you're getting up in their space, they would feel you. I'm, I'm, I'm only getting as close as I would need to to see what they're. Yeah, and they doing. flutter okay. away, looking down. There is a horse laying dead on the ground. It looks like it might have fallen off the cliff. Uh, it looks like it's broken a leg, and perhaps like its head is kind of at an odd angle. It is laying on its side, and pinned under it, currently having their face picked apart by ravens, is a humanoid of some kind, laying dead and still. Pinned 
pinned by the body of the horse. Ooh. Is there anything else around them? Yeah, make a perception check. Mm, five. It's hard to tell. It definitely looks like the person was riding the horse mm -hmm. and then got pinned when it fell. Okay. And then other, you don't know beyond else. that. It's about six feet below you. Okay, I go back to the camp. Okay. What was that all about? Ah, uh, a dead guy, a dead horse. <laughs> fell off that cliff. Oh. I don't think they were dead when they fell. <laughs> a dead guy and a dead horse fell off a cliff. Okay. Start doing a good joke. Do you think it was foul play or you think he just... I can't tell. Maybe we can look in the morning, but okay. I don't think we should get too close right now. Sure. Sounds good to me. Should keep Doesn't it out. stink? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, a little bit. Gross. Anyway. <laughs> Go back to the guys. Go back to the camp. Who's taking the second watch? Layla and trust the child with watch. Him. Okay, yeah. Him. Roll perception checks. The two of you, or one of you, can roll with advantage. I'm gonna let them know before I fall asleep. I don't. Okay. So, there. so you guys, as you're kind of are switching, uh, being woken up by by Raiden. Who are you telling? You telling both of them? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell him. Just so you know, um, about what was it, 60ish feet that way. Uh, there's a cliff drop off, and uh, there's a dead horse and a dead guy. Um, looks <laughs> like they fell off. Yeah. I'm not hiding it from her. Yeah, yeah. It looks like. Uh, they fell off and he got pinned under the horse and uh, that's all we really know. Super dead though. Should so I dead. go check it out? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? Not right now. I think we should check it out in the yeah, morning we time. We should go together. And you two uh, can't right hear. Oh, right now. Like faint. You'll keep watch on the camp and Did that you see, means like, you'll stay on the camp. From where we're at. Like, Do you have dark vision? No, then you wouldn't. Did you see any tracks? No. I have dark vision. They couldn't see. And I can see in the dark. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Night. Fuck night. <laughs> what were your guys' perception checks? Am I good? Um, 19. Damn, nice. You, um, have a, a pretty chill rest of your night. The only sounds you hear are the sounds of those birds. Huh. Going nuts. <laughs> you guys chat at all? We just kind of sit quietly. What do you think of lava? Uh... Is he like asleep really in my hand? Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> you just yanked him out? <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god, yeah, does he yawn? Does he do a tiny goes, mouse yawn? <laughs> 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 I like them a lot. Would you like to hold it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hands. Oh, absolutely. Hands. Him, the Aww. mouse. <laughs> the mouse just is kind of laying there. The mouse kind of like freaks out that it's not in Layla's hand and then just oh. kind of chills out a little. Okay. <laughs> He's very nice. Mm -hmm. You yeah. seem uncomfortable. I've held him before. Okay, well, I'll oh. take him back uh, now. He jumps, okay. over, he jumps over into Layla's hands. Oh, yeah. Scurries back in. You're very quiet. <laughs> Response Long silence. silence. Uh, just, I, am I? I mean, at least in the last day or so. Oh, I, um, I mean, I really wanted to relax before we went out again, but I, yeah. Do you think it's going to be scary, whatever we find? Uh, I'm a little nervous, yeah. Don't worry, uh, I'll protect you. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> oh, I bet it'll be alright. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. If anything tries to hurt you, I will burn it. Like that building? I'm sorry about that, okay? Oh. I already apologize. I don't think you have to apologize. <laughs> It just happens sometimes. I don't understand. Uh -huh. Oh. Yeah. Like I do this, and she's uh, pretty slow. Whoa. And nothing happens. And then sometimes I make my hands go, <gasps> and then I explode. <laughs> <laughs> we we like know his her story essentially. You would have told him, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know a lot about magic, though. I don't Me really. Either. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe I think you'd probably ask Bunny though. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I read a lot of books, so I can try to find it for you. <laughs> That would be so nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, you guys finish up your watch and eventually sun peeks out over the horizon and oh my god, there's so many birds over there. I think we can now see these black birds like there. dipping down and actually now you can see um, there are vultures circling. Um, make nature checks, the two of you. 13. Okay, I think you would both recognize. If you see vultures, I think this is kind of like a rule of thumb. If you see vultures,
A giant vulture is not far behind. The giant vultures are these massive predatory birds that live in the vast um, with wingspans of over 20 feet that are gigantic and will like pick people right off of horses. Um, but they are also vultures and are attracted to dead corpses and are usually heralded by a bunch of regular vultures kind of circling above. And if a giant vulture rolls up, he's going to eat that real quick. Should I take care of those vultures? Uh, wait, so is everyone still sleeping? You guys all eventually kind of wake up and, and kind of notice them noticing these little birds and, and can see these circling vultures. And I think some of you are... Oh, boy. I think they're just doing what they normally do. I think we should just keep going. But what if a big one? They're... Okay, so I do know that there are big yeah, ones. Yeah, you would know that it means a big one is probably not um, close, but will eventually be coming here. Uh, uh, sorry, a big one. Yeah, big there's a big vultures that come after the little vultures. Search around. I say the best thing is to just keep going. Yeah, get I out just of here. go. Uh, Doc, you see one of the um, ravens flies up onto the cliff face um, with a chunk of meat in its beak um, that looks like a finger. And on the finger is one of the fanciest looking rings you've ever seen in your entire life. Like it's golden and engraved with like a red stone in it. I'm gonna take out my crossbow and shoot the bird. Okay, make an attack roll. <laughs> nice. Just this dragonborn just looking. <laughs> oh, Doc. Oh, that's not a good... No, it's a bird, so what did you roll? I rolled a three. Oh, boy. But... It's plus two, so five. No, but the thing and all the birds fly up into the air and scatter. Layla starts running towards the top. It, Chase it, after her. It probably can't hurt to look again, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, are you going in we'll to look dock? We'll be on our way soon. Or are you just absentmindedly no. firing a crossbow? No, I'm gonna continue. Oh god. Why did you what shoot a, it? What a character was that? <laughs> Had a ring. The bird had a ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you get. Did the, you get it? You get look nope. down on the cliff face. <laughs> you you follow, looking down. Oh, this horse and this dude have been picked pretty intensely. Like have been just kind of ripped apart slowly but surely. Um, <sighs> looking down though, Raiden and Layla. No, just you, Raiden. Oh no, both of you. He looks like he might have at some point. Like if those clothes were still intact, they would have been like noble clothes. Like they're very intricately like woven. Do you think that a shiny's done? Who? Shinies. Shinies. Down there, yeah. You mean like jewelry and stuff? Shiny things, yes. Well, maybe, <clears throat> but uh, I'm more interested in the person that this was. Hey, Doc, hmm. uh, do you know anything about like the nobles around here, what they wear? Maybe, I mean, look, it, mm. it looks like some uh, noble garb or something. Let me look at my um, journal. <laughs> Make a uh, history check. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is this cliff? Do I get it's advantage like because humanoids? <laughs> yeah, Dope. you do. Favorite enemy is about, her favorite enemy is humanoids. Oh, I thought she said because you know it. <laughs> you no, have her, an advantage because you the Her favorite enemy as a ranger is humanoids. Oh, wow. oh that's which is insane. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think Layla's going to pull out her chain. Okay. Redan, will you hold this? Uh, and like hands, hands him one end of it. Okay. And slow down that turbo. I'm going to jump off the cliff. Can I grab her by her collar? Uh, make a dexterity check. One sec. She, Sorry. Doc is making a roll. Uh, that's a 13. Um, are you going and looking down at the, at the person? Well, might as well. Okay. Looking down, um, you would recognize that these are clothes normally no. worn in the rainforest region of the vast. Um, very, very lightweight normally worn by the nobility in the rainforest section of the vast. Yeah, um, very, very far south. These are from the, this person did, um, is from the rainforest region of the vast. Mm. Probably nobility. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 15 on my dexterity check. Yeah, you, you go to jump down and you feel like the back of your chain that can like, 
And you're just like running in the air. Right, and he's chain. just holding you. I'm gonna like tie a rope around her. My chain? A rope. You pull out some of your rope and tie it and you just lower her down? Yeah, I'm gonna lower her down. It's like six feet, but she's like, she Mission Impossible's yeah. down. <laughs> and you are, you kind of land right on like the body of the horse, which has kind of been pecked and picked a little bit. Does it smell bad? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna use prestidigitation to make it not smell bad. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> just stop smelling that. And, and she's gonna look at him, look, look through some stuff. Okay, make an investigation check. Now, are you all just like looking over the edge as the child searches I, the dead body? I, I, it's like she's like inside the horse. Like, I jump down and I jump down and look. Okay, do uh, advantage. Doc is ready. Seventeen. There's not a lot on this dude. It looks like he had a money bag that was ripped at some point by one of the birds, and there's about fifteen gold pieces scattered in the red sand. There's also a small um, scroll case. As you kind of pick it up to inspect it and kind of shift it, you hear something heavy, like shift, like it was in one end, kind of like, hey, bring that up. She's just going to shake it. Open it. Open it up, looking in and kind of depositing it onto your palm. A uh, ruby about this big hits your hand. Whoa! A shiny! Yeah! <laughs> hey, put it and back then, in there just to keep it safe. A folded piece of paper hits your hand. Can you read? Pulls out actual... There's so many words on this! <laughs> I'll see. Are you reading to them down, as you're down <laughs> I'll, on, I'll, on the corpse? I'll, I'll climb, I'll climb okay. back up guys, with it. I'm gonna pull... She's gonna put the ruby in her pocket for sure. Yeah, okay. maybe we up. should start heading away before Big Bird comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we read this? I think that's a good idea. <laughs> hey, uh, Layla, can I hold... Can I just take a peek at that ruby real can quick? Can we do it? Oh, uh, one moment. Oh, yeah, I thought we were going. Maybe we should wait just a moment. What is there? Wait, are we going? No, hold on. Um, Mr. Jessen Redrew, I'm pleased with your acquiescence to my proposition. I've enclosed the first half of your payment in the envelope, the other half to be delivered upon your delivery of the piece. What is the piece? Oh, probably the ruby. All right, let's go. No, I think no. that's the payment. <laughs> what did you roll I just on your did investigation a British check? Dialogue. Oh, wait. I think a that's 16? the payment. A 17? Okay. Oh, no. You're right. That's as, the payment. No, uh, what is the piece? As we don't you, know. Keep reading. As oh. she is reading, oh. you see where his like chest is. There's like a little lump. And you kind of reach in and under, and there's like a hidden pocket. Ooh. You reach in and feel like something stone about this big. It's like almost like a half circle. Like that. Yeah. Pull it out. Yeah. It is like a half circle of very finely carved dark stone with a series of glyphs along the edge, and then a series of smaller glyphs in the center, almost with some words along the outer edge, and then words in the center, and then half. It almost looks like it was split in half. Because there is half of what almost looks like like a flask carved into the stone with small little fonts of energy coming out of the top. But again, it looks like the stone piece was broken in there's, half. Uh, there's, there's something coming out of it? Like a font of magic. Like some like little sparks. Whoa. Mm. Um, and it's very dark, dark stone. And as you hold it in your hand, all the glyphs light up a little bit. Very can faintly. I, can I try to look and see? I, I, he, uh, he, I know he's very decomposed at, at this point, but if there is any like foul play, basically. like Yeah, make an investigation check. Attacked. Um, 12. 12? Okay. Doesn't look like foul play. It looks like the, the horse fell off the cliff. Okay. So you're gonna finish reading that? Yeah. So I think that's the piece. Can I just roll to like look where vultures or anything? Yeah, roll a perception check. He says, I then hope we may speak as colleagues about the implications of what we have found and the benefits of continuing our business relationship beyond this transaction. I'm sure you are as eager as I to discover where these pieces leave us. You will find me in the city of Gleese in the kingdom of Vesta. All guards in my city shall be uh, informed of your imminent arrival. After you present your yourself along with this letter and uh, the artifact, 
you shall be led in safety to my keep, where we shall finally meet and conduct our business. Eagerly awaiting your arrival, Lord Anthony Fulton. She's gonna rub it. Okay, rub it. It's just glowing a little. The glyphs are glowing. Glowing glyphs. What languages do you speak? Primordial. But you can't read. Can't read common. 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 <laughs> so you can't read common, but you can read other things? I think just, just primordial. Okay. The runes along the sides seem to be numbers of some kind, like along the outer edge, and the inner glyphs say the cask of Vardrun. I don't know what this means. <laughs> Can I see it? What does it say? The cask of Vardrun. That's sort of similar to the name on the letter, the Drew. Hmm. We should keep this is boring. Why well, do I don't know anything about this? Uh, <laughs> she's just going to no, really she, give it to you and keep ultra through the dead body. Okay, there's nothing else on the body. She, she's just getting bloody. She's like, okay, I'm going to pull her up. <laughs> she's like, okay, <laughs> get up here on the cliff. All right, let's go. So you have the letter, you have the ruby, and now you have that little stone piece. Yeah, we get going. Where's Gleese? It's Investor. It's this. The kingdom to the far east. Not to the far east, to the next kingdom to the east is best. Well, we need to go do our job, so... Doc, roll a history check. A 14. Okay, do you speak or read Primordial? Yep. Okay, I think you would recognize that this stone is probably second age old. Ooh. Early second age. What age are we in again? Fourth. The fourth. fourth. About a thousand years into the fourth. So it's like at least 10,000 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, that it, Yeah, it was carved roughly around that time. Oh, <laughs> rock. <laughs> 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 and that's what Doxy says. <laughs> it's a fucking old rock. Alrighty, let's go. You guys are getting back in that in the cart and heading away. Yeah. You guys start to head away, and as you start to come over the, the top of the hill, you can see a, a vulture circle down, and way up in the sky, you see a very large vulture <laughs> start to circle down. You kind of duck up and over and start actually, you can see this like open prairie extending in front of you with much taller grasses. You guys on your second day on the road are riding your little cart, pins driving the horse seat. How many days does it take to get there? <laughs> like two and a half, okay. you said. You guys are riding in the carriage. Who is taking watch? I'm Winnie, really make a perception here. check. That's a seven. Okay, you just ride along on your cart. Everything's <laughs> fine. You guys can, can I, yeah. But can I look out the back just to see if there's like anything that follows us? Like just keep an eye out for that. Yeah, make a perception check. Oh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Okay, you're just <laughs> looking out the back of the cart. Um, you guys, as you kind of are riding, the road is kind of carved into the hillside. So sometimes your vision is kind of blocked by hills that kind of rise up on either side. You're continuing to move up though, and about halfway through your day, um, as you're continuing to ride, you all, Doxy really feels it first. The ground is just rumbling very, 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 very softly. Doxy, you notice it first, and uh, I don't know if you would say anything. Hmm. <laughs> What's up? It's like very, very, very faint. The ground? Um, and actually, probably her describing it. Winnie, Cora, him, and Thora. <laughs> With that description. The ground? The ground. Uh, you guys kind of... <laughs> Focusing a little bit more on it, you can feel like there's some faint like vibrations coming from the earth, like it's rumbling a little bit. Someone gonna? What is that earthquake? Now can I? Earthquake. <laughs> you heard earthquake and you're like, is it an earthquake? Uh, you can roll a nature check if you'd like. It doesn't matter that much. I'll just tell, I'll just say out loud. The ground is just rumbling a little bit. <laughs> oh, and as um, you as you're continuing up the hill, it is getting a little louder. It's um, not like it actually just feels like. So Are like we a stampede? near a volcano? No, not that you know. Mm. What's it, like a stampede or something? Maybe we should go up to the top of the hill and look around. Mm -hmm. You kind of, sure. continuing to ride the cart up up this these hills, 
you come up over the lip and you see the road continues along this wide prairie. There are maybe 300 large bison-like animals moving across the road very slowly, but like there are enough of them that they are making the ground shake. They're not panicked, they're just kind of moving and grazing. They are, the biggest ones that seem to be male uh, are seven, eight feet at the shoulder and are just kind of moving forward with this like dark shaggy fur and these shorter horns that kind of curve forward, just kind of slowly but surely moving across the road and your way is blocked to high heaven by this herd of creatures that's moving across the prairie. What are you guys doing? They don't seem to be, they seem to be ignoring you. They're just kind of slowly moving this huge herd of creatures. Well, I don't really see a way around this, I think. Should we, we gotta wait it out. Wait uh, it out. I think we can Could we move them? them? How about we move them? Walk through them. I mean, we're not really on a time crunch here. We don't well, then, need to make these. Like, we don't want to yeah. freak them out. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to scare They're just kind of slowly moving. Every once in a while, some of them stop and graze. They're kind of moving, almost like like wildebeest herds that you can see in like documentaries or like bison herds. Like they just kind of slowly move, grazing. Um, I personally don't really want to walk through a bunch of large creatures. Um, per personally. But uh, maybe on the shoulders of someone very tall. <laughs> but I'm very small, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. So maybe yeah, we just wait it out. And pause. Mm -hmm. I mean, can I look to see when the edge of the herd is? Yeah, make it like an intelligence. It's hard to. T there's a lot of these cow bison-like creatures. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it looks like probably like twenty-ish minutes before the herd passes. You would you would estimate. Alrighty, I can take some notes. These big cows. <laughs> <laughs> You guys going to keep an eye out around yeah. us. Kind of looking, looking around. Every once in a while, they just kind of look up. With these, the males specifically have these like massive heads, and they kind of <laughs> continue along. Um, you can see peppered in, in the herd are very small, look like they were barely just born calves that are kind of darting, <laughs> that are kind of darting uh, amongst like their mothers and, and kind of running around on these like long spindly legs. Um, they are kind of like bison young, a lot lighter than their dark furred uh, adults. So you. Can can kind of see these little like tan little critters running around. Um, there are birds that are like just sitting on the backs of these of these gigantic creatures. The, the the rumbling of the ground almost just be you get used to it as this gigantic herd of creatures moves along the prairie on this huge kind of looking to your left. There's this endless prairie. You get the sense that they this herd of whatever they are. You don't know the official name for them. Just roams as they kind of finally clear and the road is left more open for you. There is a small gathering of these creatures that has not moved off the road. They are sitting on the road, not sitting there, a lot of them are standing, not facing you, and it looks like they are kind of making these sounds at another one of these creatures that is laying on the road. It's just laying on its side on the road, about 50 yards ahead of you. Although there's about two or three other ones um, that are just kind of making these sounds and just kind of grunting and every once in a while like kind of tossing their heads and kind of kicking up a little bit of dust. Every once in a while you hear like a Sound. Is anyone good with animals? I think Layla's gonna hop off the cart. So do they look like they're coming in this area for this reason? Or like it's something no, that happens that, we have? No, like made? the herd is moving on. This small group is not moving with the herd. Like they are, they have decided to stay behind for whatever's happening to this one laying on the ground. I am not good with animals. I must say I'm in the ocean. I could go. I can go with you. Can I I'll, I'll go too. I think, what are you gonna do? I mean, I don't really recognize these, but um, I kind of am familiar with cow type animals so <laughs> I yeah I think just don't don't 
do anything. Okay. You guys hop off the cart. Who's, mm -hmm. go, who's going to investigate? Mm -hmm. Layla, Thora, the Doc, and Pim. Okay. You guys kind of start moving towards. As you start to get pretty close, one of them turns around, and this one seems to be male. And just, if anyone's seen ever a bison in real life, oh, oh, yeah. and it's bigger than that, like it just has this massive head with these deadly looking horns, just kind of, <laughs> kind Can of I stomps it. Like, you make like a calming sound to it? Yeah. Roll an animal handling check. I'm going to step a little bit closer to Layla. 12. 12. You kind of hold up your hand and try to like not look it in the eye. Just, hey, it's okay. It kind of, <laughs> kind of stomps some of its feet. Um, some of the other ones kind of look around. Uh, and you hear a very faint, Zora, come from back behind the, the creature. And the creature immediately kind of <laughs> calms down, moves and kind of steps to the side. And you can see now there's one of these creatures um, laying on its side in the road. It looks to be a female and it's straining, making a lot of sound. Crouched kind of near like the tail end is a very tall human man who stands up and is probably about six five. He is just dressed in like leather kind of pants, like very loose like leather and fur pants, and he's barefoot. Over like almost immediately to his right, this like shepherd's crook like staff has just been shoved down into the earth, and he kind of straightens up. He has like a Jason Momoa body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hurt me. Like huge and, and, and just like built as hell. Um, he's got some scars um, all over. He's not wearing a shirt, so he's just this like kind of shirtless dude. Kind of paler skin, a really kind of thick blonde beard and long blonde hair that's been mm. pulled up into like a bun on the top, but the back kind of falls loose around his like really fucking broad shoulders. Mm. He's got a variety of kind of tattoos on his arms, but a shit ton of scars all over his torso and all along his face. And he kind of stands up and it's just kind of making like sounds to this female creature and just kind of looks at all of you. Can I help you with something? Can we help you? Seems like something's going on. Unless you know how to birth a calf. He kind of crouches back down to the female and kind of just kind of stroking stroking the sides. I don't know. He's like making, not. <laughs> he is making similar sounds to the cow that she, like he's very clearly communicating with this creature. The other the other of these creatures kind of step aside and give you a wider berth. Seems like you got both. See if I know anything about birthing cows. <laughs> yeah, roll uh, just a nature check. Bye. Okay. Yeah, you didn't really hang out with cows a lot. Halflings yeah. and cows, there's a, there's a bit of a size discrepancy yeah. there. Do you think that Layla would know that doctors help with babies? I don't know. That's up to you. Doc, you mm. can help, right? <laughs> um, you ain't doctor. No. The man is just kind of looking. I need little hands. I have a little. I also have little hands. Your hands are sort of on fire. Then not right now. Uh, I would Winnie, prefer hands that are not going to burst into flame. Any kind of gestures to you, Winnie? Okay, I hop down off the wagon. He goes, child, come here. Kind of beckons you forward. Okay. And you have a very important job, but I need you to stay focused for me, all right? Okay. Winnie, you're, you're coming forward to oh, help yeah. you Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. He kind of <clears throat> stands up and kind of positions you, kind of down She's below. She's very scared. <laughs> she does not know what's happening. Um, he leans down. She's having some trouble. So uh -huh. when I tell you, you're going to reach in there, grab the legs, and just pull, all right? But you're going to wait until I tell you when. Okay. Okay. You uh, go to the head and see if you can just calm it down a little bit. And he's just kind of petting, petting the fur. You walk over, uh, Pim, over to the, the head of the, of, the, of the critter. You walk over, yeah. roll an animal handling check with advantage. Oh, Ooh. 20. Yeah. Okay. You start just kind of petting and she stops kind of like panicking a little and just kind of breathing a little bit easier. And after a moment, you see all of her muscles tense and he gives you a nod, Winnie. I need you to make a strength check. <laughs> oh, no. Mm -hmm. 
It's a three. It's a three? Okay, you just, like reach in and make some gross sounds, but you can feel some legs. You try to pull a little bit and it's just not coming and eventually she relaxes like she was done pushing. Um, you can see that the guy is looking a little bit more concerned now and he uh, just kind of pushes his hand down into the grass and starts like murmuring something and a couple of vines out of the ground. As the female tenses again, he nods, make it a strength check again. Okay, that's a nat 20. Yeah, the is. vines reach in and you can feel the vines grab onto the calf as you grab onto the legs and you pull together as she pushes and this little calf kind of plops out into the world and the moment kind of comes out it's just laying there really really still and he just kind of beckons you forward Layla when he's going, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh what no. What I need you to do is tickle her nose. Tickle her nose, please. Okay. You can see he, he reaches down and pulls up some grass and starts kind of pushing the grass into like, almost like teasing the ears with the grass. And you start kind of like tickling the nose and the calf has like some like gunk and like fluid all over its nose. And as you kind of tickle, eventually one of the ears kind of twitches and the little calf twitches and you can see its, its side kind of rise and fall like it's breathing. And he just kind of stands up. <sighs> Good job, little one. Thank you. Why you did well. The nose? Well, sometimes the little ones need a uh, little help breathing, but now it knows how to do so, so you helped it a lot. If I ever have trouble breathing, please tickle my nose. <laughs> the female um, gives out another cry, and what would have been like the afterbirth comes out, except normally it's not pretty, it's like bloody. And it is still bloody, but there's like strange, dark, almost like cancerous looking like patches Ooh. that slide out. And immediately the, the guy's face kind of darkens and he kind of looks down at it and kind of like touches it and kind of smells it, kind of reaches out and very and like tries to comfort comfort the female. The calf uh, is kind of like making these little sounds and the, the female kind of up to her very big size and she walks over and starts nudging the calf and eventually the calf kind of like toddles up onto its feet and they start to walk in the direction, all of them back after the herd, like they're following. The, this individual has not stopped observing what the fuck ever came out of the What the happened? I'm gonna, yeah, Laura's gonna kneel down next to him. Did I do it wrong? Did I hurt it? No, you did everything all right. Okay. No, the, these cows passed through a forest not too long ago. Something in there corrupted them. What this is the first, there's been 16 births so far, this migration since they left the forest. This is maybe the third one to survive. Did you come from the direction of Threshold? Well, I don't know the names of cities. Uh, toward the east. We did come from the east, yeah. That's where we're going, and we, we heard about a forest that's, uh, and things wrong there. Do you know what's going on? Some level of corruption. The forest is sick, or some sort of... Like, like magic? <clears throat> Could be. Might be. I have that. Do you follow this herd? I'm the shepherd, yeah. He kind of reaches out his hand, and the staff <laughs> comes into his hand. He slings it over his chest. What's your name? Dove. I'm Thora. Kind of looks up and past you guys. The the calf is still kind of like toddling around and is still a little thing and has kind of fallen down onto the ground and it's just kind of like resting. And the mother is just kind of sitting there and has kind of laid down and she actually looks really exhausted as well. You can see she's like, she's got some labored breathing going on. The rest of the creatures have ran off after the herd. Will they be all right? He kind of crosses over. They did not get very far. And as you walk with him, he kind of looks down. Should be, but uh, all this blood probably attracted some looks up and as you all kind of like follow his gaze you can see um, two large shapes diving towards you these gigantic winged birds that some of you would recognize as the giant vultures that kind of haunt this area I need everybody to roll initiative oh hey didn't see you there 
<laughs> anyway, this is Allie, and I play Winnie, the gnome wizard. Thank you so much for tuning into the second episode of Adventures in Questing. We have been so thrilled with the feedback and support we've gotten so far. Seriously, it has been amazing to engage with so many of you on social media, so thank you so, so much. We wanted to let you know we release new episodes every Tuesday, so we hope to see you back next week. To keep up with our adventures and find out what happens next, make sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also follow us on social media for updates and behind-the-scenes photos and videos and good, good D&D content. Our Twitter is at ADVinQuesting, and you can also find us at Adventures in Questing on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget, if you like the show, please tell a friend. We would love to have them join us. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time on Adventures in Questing.